I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 12 bucks a ticket. Pony Heist better be the best movie ever made. I wrote a list of hilarious jokes to yell out during the movie. Pony Heist? More like baloney heist, right? Hello there, this is the Blue Tunes Podcast. Andy here, thank you so much uh, for deciding to listen to this week's episode. Um, it is a windy day today. <laughs> I feel like you, know, you might be able to hear the wind. The, the house is, sh- is shaking to and fro. <laughs> yeah, I've actually got to go out in this later on because I'm going to go to the comic book club. It is Thursday as I record this. I do try not to... To make things too confusing, but yeah, um, I tend to record the first bit on a Monday, the next bit on a Tuesday, the next bit on a Thursday, Wednesday, <laughs> next Wednesday, um, and Thursday is when I do like the um, intro and outro. So yeah, uh, it, it makes sense to me. <laughs> right, what do I have for you? Um, oh, I'll have to find the folder hang on give me a second uh, so this week I talk about the film Underworld uh, I don't have the the date written down but it was sometime in the 20s it's a silent film uh, I talk about there's a six minute shout out uh, I'm going to be hush hush about that right now because you got to wait you got to wait and find out what it um, what it actually is uh, Time will tell. We'll get around to that. And once again, I, I don't quite get the um, the wheel sound effect right, but who cares? Yeah, and uh, I also uh, acknowledge the fact that a lot of people have not been loving 2016, and it's it's, it's odd because uh, I'm saying that as someone who's not had a particularly bad year. I mean, I'll, I'll go into more detail about how I feel, but yeah. Um, so basically, I decided to bring this up because um, on, on last week tonight, uh, John Oliver summed it up rather well as to just all of this, you know, celebrity deaths and um, just horrible stuff happening in the world. Really nightmarish. Uh, stuff, you know. We we see a lot of this on the news. Um, we've seen it in the past, but this year it's 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 just it's just really been um, particularly bad. So yeah, um, and yeah, I, I tried to keep this podcast as light as possible, but I just really felt like I couldn't. You know, after watching that, that episode, I it, it was just completely on my mind and I couldn't really I felt like I had to to let that out a bit and just acknowledge that uh, yeah for a lot of people 
it, it it's uh it's, it's been hard and I, I just feel like we, we should acknowledge that but yeah um so uh, <laughs> maybe not the happiest episode that i've recorded but we'll, we'll get back to the uh, blind optimistic stuff in next week's episode um and yeah so right now i'm going to get on to podflix this is the first segment of the show in which i basically just talk about a random film one that i didn't think i'd be talking about or, or even really seeing uh, as a matter of fact yeah this week this week it's uh, underworld and once i've given my thoughts on that i shall reveal what the next film is going to be Boisterous gangster kingpin Bullweed rehabilitates his former lawyer from his alcoholic phase, but complications arise when he falls for Weed's girlfriend. Okay, so when I heard the name Underworld, I was thinking of something that actually involved maybe like the afterlife. Am I the only person who thinks it? Isn't that what... The underworld is meant to be because I didn't see much of an underworld in this film. I'm going to be honest. Let's have a look at some of the trivia. Did you know the film was predicted to be a flop, was shelved by Paramount, and eventually released in only one theatre in New York? Screenwriter Ben Hecht, is it Hecht? I don't know how you say that, <laughs> demanded that his name was taken off the credits. As a result of strong word of mouth, the movie became an enormous hit and won Hecht the first of his two Academy Awards. So it's a cult movie. But yeah, I, I'm i going to start by saying, like, as I record this, I'm actually playing the film on my iPad, like, j just to kind of give myself a second chance to just notice if there's anything that I missed the first time round I, I can probably pick up on that here I mean I I think I got through the first 10 minutes before I started to get restless yeah it happened again um, but I'm, I'm gonna be honest and say I think this time it was definitely because I just wasn't getting invested I, I don't think it was just me I, I was quite relaxed I think I picked a good time to be watching a film um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of expected it to be a little bit more interesting. I was hoping that it would uh, have a bit more of a kind of high concept thing to it. I, I don't know. It just, it didn't really impress me. I I, I feel like, one thing I will I will say, you know, because it's, it's a silent film and... I think they did a good job casting it because you can immediately tell um, I suppose as a silent film you um, you get to see these characters make big expressions there's lots of close-ups of them and yeah so you don't actually need sound to to help you understand 
what's going on with these characters. Um, so yeah, uh, that worked to its advantage. Uh, I, I think the uh, the actors playing each role were ideal. Um, I just didn't really get invested, and yeah, I'm I'm thinking, considering that you know, I've watched I've watched a lot of films this year. Uh, for for every episode of this podcast, I've had a film to talk about, and the, I I I think it, it it seems like it it's it's kind of a big deal if if, if it's a, a film that I can actually say yeah I. I totally got invested and I didn't get restless at all. Yeah, when I, when I'm when I'm able to say that 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 means a lot clearly because a lot of the times I'm getting a little bit distracted, but you know, um, can't quite keep still. Maybe, maybe I go through phases. Maybe it's like recently I've just not been. Yeah, I think I've not been at my most comfortable as of late. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say why. I think because it is that time of year now where I'm not really feeling that energised throughout most of the day. You know, because when the cold weather starts to come in, I just... I'm not the most exciting person to be around at this time of year. Um, and if I'm honest, this was not the most exciting film I've ever seen. Um, would I watch it again? No. I'd skip this one. But yeah, I suppose I'm glad I watched it. I, yeah, I, I think it was technically very well made. As I said, I, I kind of liked the actors. But I, yeah, I, I didn't really care what was going on because I suppose... As a lot's happened since 1927, um, this did just didn't seem like so much of a big deal. I just feel like there, you know, there, there are many films like this one that have come out since then that, uh, I don't know, just somehow uh, can be more interesting. It, you know, it's, <laughs> once again, I'm not... I'm not a master at uh, <laughs> analysing. But yeah, um, I think it is probably at this point um, I should be saying, tell me, Internet, what film will I be talking about in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast? The Innocents, 1961. Adam. That's not funny. Before I carry on, I just want to uh, let you know, if you can hear a faint humming, that's because uh, my tumble dryer is still uh, still working away, so you might be able to... You know, if, if there is any interference, if this recording does sound a little different for this segment, that's the reason. You know what, it is stuffy in here now. That's the thing, when I, when I get the tumble dryer going, it, it just heats the place up, makes it nice and... Greenhousey. Okay, let's spin that internet wheel because it is time for the six-minute shout-out. Um, oh, we're having problems with it again. 
Why? Right, I, I've got to try and resolve this once and for all. Uh, this uh, this wheel never seems to work. Well, as of late, it's uh, it's not not really been behaving. Now then, um, yeah, I had it on mute again. I got uh, got confused with the uh, mute setting. Okay, the the internet wheel is unmuted. Let's uh, let's do the spin. And this is the boring bit where I just watch it spin around. It's, uh, it's taking its time. What could it possibly land on? Is it going to be something internet related or is it going to be something slightly different? You never know, it might, might be like a, I don't know, like a performance, a show or something. Yes, in fact, it is Mistletoe Junction. Yeah, they're going for something different because, you know, the uh, Christmas holidays are almost upon us. We're getting ever closer to December. And I need to tell you about this. Um, now, th this is really just for people who live in or near Southampton. But do bear with me. Th this is something that I, I'm i looking forward to. I've, I've got my tickets for it. Uh, the Maskers Studio Theatre. I did it again, didn't I? I, I went... Theatre. <laughs> Why do I do that? One finger, one thumb, Andrew. One finger, one thumb. Yeah, this is like a, that's like an exercise I do to try and get... The, why do I keep getting that wrong? It's... I I know how to say these things. It's not theatre, it's theatre. It, it's got a weird, weird set of teeth. That, it's not always that comfortable to put my tongue where it should be. I'm really obsessing over this. The Maskers Studio Theatre. Off M Emswood Road, Shirley, Southampton. Uh, yeah, all the information here can be found at maskers.org.uk. Uh, this event, Mistletoe Junction, is taking place on... Um, it's from the, the 5th of December to the 10th of December. Uh, and it begins at 7.30pm. Setting the scene. The Maskers Christmas Anthology will lift your spirits and push your nostalgia buttons. It is late December 1957 and the world is suddenly a very different place. The threat of nuclear war, teddy boys, and on the brighter side, television and Elvis Presley. We invite you to sing along to some familiar and less familiar Christmas songs and laugh at the quirky tales and verse all bound together with a collection of characters, each with their very own story. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, well, um, that's, that's not all. Ticket price includes a mince pie and a glass of mulled wine or orange juice. Yeah, and, you know, I've, uh, I've actually been to two of these. I went to one in, in 2013 and another in 2014. And it was delightful. I... I the first one, I think, was the, one of the best shows that I've seen in a long time. It was so much fun, really merry. It really, they, they really nailed the whole merry feeling that Christmas is commonly associated with. Because <laughs> I think I was actually feeling quite under the weather when I went to see it the first time. Um, but I'm really glad that I... Uh, I, I um, braved my way over there um, I, I, for me it's not 
because I don't have my own transport and it's not the most easy place to get to. Like, I, I have to find a certain bus route. I have to do a bit of walking. But yeah, I, um, I, I had a wonderful time. Really, really glad that I went. Um, the, the second year I went with my parents and it was a bit different that year. It was, it was still very good. Um, and because uh, I, I have found that with the Maskers Theatre Company, um, a lot of the shows they do there can be rather dark. So I think um, even um, even with these Christmas anthologies, they they do bring in a bit of like because uh, I think there was some war poetry in the two thousand and fourteen one, and it's good if you like that kind of thing. I just I just find that, um, yeah, I, I don't think I've been to a, a single show at that theatre that didn't include something that was a little bit, um, you know, well, dark, really. That's, <laughs> that's the word that springs to mind. I mean, I don't know if that's a criticism, really, but um, ultimately, I'd say th this is definitely going to be worth seeing. And I, I have... I've nearly talked for six minutes. The thing is, I'm, I'm now a bit... Of, I kind of lost track because... Um, uh, oh, who cares? I, I haven't quite finished talking. Um, from what I, I can see, uh, the cast that were in the previous two shows I saw are going to be the same, so that that's promising. I, I was really impressed with how they performed. So yeah, based on the, the two that I saw... I'm really looking forward to this. I've got tickets. I'm going to take my parents again. Yeah, um, and hopefully we're going to have a, a good time and a, a bit of festive cheer, uh, mulled wine and mince pies. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, um, so why not come along? This is, uh, I'll say again, Mistletoe Junction. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. By the Maskers Theatre Company. More information can be found on maskers.org.uk. Sorry about the tumble dry noise. I shall have a birthday cake. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. 
I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. I've watched the uh, the latest episode of Last Week Tonight a few times now. Um, yeah, I... Um, uh, it, it's it's one that I, I keep going back to. Uh, it's the it, this is the final episode of 2016, and it's worth watching mainly for the bit at the end. I, I particularly thought that was I thought it was very well done. Yeah, so John Oliver um, um, covers the uh, the uh, fact that uh, to a lot of people this year has been just awful and if if that's how you feel then uh, i'd recommend you have a look at the uh, the latest episode um i i had to be a bit naughty because the thing is i've subscribed to the last week tonight youtube channel and um i i can't actually watch the latest videos and they don't post videos of like the entire episode of each of each episode they um they post the, the kind of main body of each episode so that they, they miss out some of the um some parts of it um and it's really just like the, the main topic that john is covering in each episode that uh goes on the channel but unless you're in the united states um you don't get to watch it uh until after a few months they they become available to watch so yeah you can go back and watch a lot of the old ones uh, if you're watching from outside the US, um, and it's it's something to do with HBO. I don't I don't I I don't fully understand uh, the copyright laws or anything, anything here. Um, but in, in order to uh, actually see this episode, um, I copied the URL for this video, and I did use a an online downloader. And I don't do this a lot. I don't download a lot of YouTube videos, really. I mean, I do pull clips to put into this podcast, just to kind of lazily pad things out and um, to just give it a, a bit of ran randomness. I, you know, I don't know. I don't have to do it. It's just I just somehow decided that I like to do that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, in order to watch this video, I have 
made an MP4 copy that I've saved to my desktop. And I've watched it a few times. Like I said, I'm, I'm re-watching it quite a lot, actually. You know, um, since it went up on Monday, I think. <laughs> it was like two days ago. Yeah, the whole two days it's been up there. Yeah, uh, and the thing, here's the thing. Um, I can't really talk from experience of how bad this year's been because, believe it or not, things have been going very well for me. I mean, I, I, I'm at a point in my life where I'm, I'm actually thinking this is great because I, I, I don't really have anything to worry about. That there's nothing that's that's really, um, uh, you know, ca causing a, a lot of concern for me. Um, I, I think uh, up until about 2014, I wasn't in a particularly good place. Uh, there'll be times when I would get really stressed because um, I think emotionally. I would put uh, 2012 down as a bad year for me, simply because I didn't have a job and I'd never really had any work history, and I, I felt like you know I'm at an age now where I need to I need to really try and take this seriously, and I felt like I had to change, and that that just felt it, it felt like I was put, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, and I had a lot of people just saying to me just just don't just don't worry. I don't, I don't, don't even try not to worry just don't <laughs> you know yeah yeah um so i feel lucky that um I, i've been in the right place at the right time so that the years for me have actually been getting progressively better but i'm not going to deny that for a lot of people the things that have been happening in the world this year um are cause for concern and you know i i was annoyed i was annoyed about the brexit i was annoyed with the electoral office even though i'm a uk citizen um the uh, the president elect that's going to you know, affect more than than just the usa um and yeah, I uh, I feel bad. I I I, I don't I don't want to make make this episode too depressing, but I I can I can see why people are saying this year has has been just the absolute worst. Um, not to mention the fact that so many people who we all love, you know, in, in the um. You know, we've seen David Bowie and Prince pass away, and many, many others. Leonard Cohen passed away very recently, and yeah, um, it's bad enough when that happens. You know, you kind of had the the old moment, like when Michael Jackson died. That was a tragedy, um, but it, you know, I don't think that because it was two thousand and nine. Uh, I don't know that that was particularly. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of felt like 2014 was another one of those years because that was when Robin Williams died and 
a handful of others. I, I think in those those first few months of the year, it just seemed like everyone was dying. These because we we notice it when it's someone famous. Because I I, I did my best to yeah, I'm talking about it now because <laughs> I'm kind of relating this to the uh, John Oliver video that I began talking about. Um, and uh, the truth is, people are dying every day, and a lot of them are, are dying way before the time. You know, people in third world countries, it's, you know, it's it, it, it's catastrophic. And yeah, I, I'm not going to pretend otherwise. I'm also yeah, I'm not bringing this up like to to depress you or anything. Like, I I just feel like it, it's um. It's amazing how so many bad things are going on in the world, and I'm I'm trying to act like I care about it more because I I, I don't have anything to worry about, and I'm very thankful for that. But it makes me feel a bit almost guilty that people who I actually know are just going through massive hardships and. Yeah, I I could be doing a lot more about it than I should. Well, in the meantime, I will be drawing to make people feel good. I I, I don't even know how, how many people were feeling good about that, but like if if, um, if you get uh, at the very least, if you get the same amount of enjoyment that I do, you know, it, it's like a fun activity that keeps my spirits up. Um, so I, I certainly hope that it is something that that others um, will make, maybe get that same feeling out of. Yeah, um, I did actually. I, I did something that I I don't think I've done. I'm, I definitely haven't done this a lot. I, I ordered some kind of professional prints, uh, some drawings that I did earlier this year. I've been thinking because as I did a lot of artwork for Inktober. Um, there's a lot of stuff there. I don't know if I actually do. I know where I put those drawings. I should probably put them in a folder or something, because uh, there's a lot of material there that I can actually work from. You know, I can maybe make some professional stuff and more stuff for Redbubble or whatever. I don't know. I, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now. I'm just getting into what I kind of like. Uh, maybe I could do a cows play update because yeah. This yeah, this week I posted uh, Tracy and Macy's visit to FCon in Eastleigh, <laughs> and I, I've actually <laughs> can't believe I've done this, but I've set up an Instagram um, for Macy. So yeah, uh, a parody account, I suppose, um, with the uh, Tracy's fictional Instagram posts. Uh, I don't know how much of that you're going to see, but you you you. You can see um, the, see her photos from FCon on there right now. She is at Macy from Cow's Play. Hey, now that's a cameo. Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. So yeah, um, I think I can now confirm that uh, the comic book club is taking place at the Alex. Um, now, uh, hang on, I'm just going to... This isn't very professional of me. I'm going to go back to uh, the Facebook page and just 
Basically, the comic book club here in Southampton takes place on the third, thir- oh, excuse me, the third Thursday of every month, seven p.m. to ten p.m. And yeah, let's see the Alexandra Beer Emporium, and I'll just uh, let you know where where you can find that if if you're in the Southampton area or within reach. Let's see. Give me the address. Please. <laughs> Six Belleville, Bellevue, 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 uh, Bellevue, Bellevue Road, Southampton. The Alexander Beer Emporium. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Thursday of every month, seven pm to ten pm. Again, <laughs> what have I missed out? Have I missed anything out? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's really. We need to know. Um, we will have already had the latest one uh, once this episode drops. Um, but yeah, uh, the next one will be the Christmas special, I believe. Well, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be Christmas themed. We did the Secret Santa last year and we watched the Star Wars holiday special. So maybe it'll be, be something a bit like that this year. Maybe <laughs> we don't have to watch the Star Wars holiday special. We don't want, we don't want to do that. But... Um, we 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 will have options, lots of fun things that we might possibly be able to do. Um, I'm guessing <laughs> time will tell. We we shall see what's what's happening in December. Well, I still don't know if I'm actually going to go to that one. You know, I'm, I'm, there's one happening tonight, and I'm planning on being there. As as I say, I say tonight. I'm talking about last Thursday. <laughs> it's it's. Never mind. Um, my website is www.belugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S Belugatoons. Um, if you go to belugatoons.redbubble.com over there you will find merch. You'll find t-shirts and apparently they're going to start doing clocks at some point. And I've already come up with a design. I thought that maybe there'd be something I could do with the Cow's Play uh, project. Yeah, um, I want to see if I can get away with doing what what is effectively fan art and sell it for profit. <laughs> it's not usually an okay thing to do, but this is cow's play. It's, it's not it's not really the same as fan art. It's it, it just alludes to uh, other intellectual properties. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, that it's going to be legal. We 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 will see. Hopefully, this will not uh, not conflict with anything. So yeah. Um, by the way, if, um, if hearing any noises, it's it's incredibly windy today. That's one thing that I'm, I'm bearing in mind. I, suppose I don't have far to go to get to the club, but yeah. Um, oh, that, there's also that, and my phone might go off at any minute because I texted someone, and I just realised that I I did that shortly before I started recording this. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, last thing I need to tell you is this podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. And I think I'll, I'll before I sign off, uh, I'll just uh, say once again, um, this, this has been a, um, a rough year for a lot of people. And my, my thoughts go out to 
those of you who probably aren't having the most fun, um, please try not to worry. <laughs> I, I don't know what else I can say. Um, but yeah, uh, this, this is something that I'm reminding myself, as I say, because um, I'm so wrapped up in just kind of enjoying all of the cartooning and stuff that I like to do. That you know, I I tend to to forget about the less fortunate. So yeah, um, thank you so much for deciding to listen to this episode. That, that is just amazing to me, and I'd just like to say, take care, everybody, and bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.